0: Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on The Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew.
1: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan?
0: another statewide journey with the road show with our friends from Van Andel Institute and their purple community. They have partnered with the K-Wings out of Kalamazoo, a member of the East Coast Hockey League, for another Marvel character night tomorrow night, which would be Friday night here at the Wings Events Stadium and Facility in Kalamazoo. Our listeners uh, 96 won the game in the Kalamazoo Portage area, southwest Michigan they get to the station and show uh, 96-1 the game we'll talk about uh, what will be raised uh, through so many different things going on here uh, with the K-Wings I appreciate their hospitality we'll also get to the Lions and the Rams on Sunday night uh, Dorn Mayhew Thursday means Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder from the Grand Rapids office for Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. He'll join us. They'll make their predictions. I'll give you mine. Uh, also, Micro Mike, Mike Kimber from Lions Nation Unite. Uh, that's a production of Herman Moore and others. He's going to join me here ringside At the K-Wings Event Center in Kalamazoo, we'll talk uh, that monster playoff game on Sunday night, and I just don't want Matt Stafford uh, to end the Lions' season. Uh, Also, Junior Coulson, Zach Zinner. I don't think it's any big surprises have declared for the draft. The Wolverine.com team has the latest there. And then that Duke McDaniel six-game road suspension, I think it's just about grades. They're not going to send him on the road, make him study if he wants to get back on the road. I, I haven't read through all the fine print, but there's just a lot of baggage connected to Michigan basketball. There is. And, and that's on the head coach and with Juwan. And they got to find a way to right the ship now through the rest of the season. They do. And Enzo has his biggest game of the year again. I thought the Baylor game was big. He has another big game at Illinois. They can't start one and four in the Big Ten preseason number four. Then they had a stretch where they were uh, doing great, uh, and he can't start one and four. So there's there's a lot going on in terms of storylines on and off the court. More for Michigan. Just I, man, you know, you go back to. That game in Madison with Juwan. Afterwards, and nothing has seemed the same with Michigan basketball since then. It's kind of like when Hunter Dickinson chose to leave and go to Kansas. I get the NIL money. I get Kansas. They're dirty. They they can have FBI cheating uh, tapes. Nothing's done right. But it was kind of like when Keon Coleman and Thorne left. For Auburn and Florida State, right, with uh, Mel Tucker, and you—you—you you, you sense that there was going to be an issue that something was coming with Mel Tucker, right? That why would your two best players arguably leave? And to me, what I look at. Is that you? Just when Dickinson left, with everything that's gone on, it's just not a good situation with Michigan basketball right now. And the only way to change it is to change the head coach. That's it. Or, or the head coach goes out and rallies his team to have this incredible finish in the Big Ten. So we'll talk. Big Ten hoops coming up later. Uh, the road show in Kalamazoo with our affiliate 96-1, the game. And again, the K-Wings, thank you so much. East Coast Hockey League, great hockey, great staff, great promotions. The Marvel Night with the Van Andel Institute Purple Community uh, is tomorrow night. And people are – hey, can I pause for a second for everybody across Michigan that there's a forecast for five to seven inches of snow and people are acting like we're going to name a blizzard? Oh, that will be coming up on the Heald Show. We're going to name a blizzard. I saw the prediction said five to eight inches of snow. Babe. It's Michigan. We drive in the snow. I drove all the way down here to Kalamazoo. It's fine. The weather will be fine. 90% of you have four-wheel drive, okay? My Lord. I, I, I'm going to be in Detroit tomorrow. I'm driving everywhere, okay? I, I, I always preach safety, but... I think it's the first snowstorm that they're saying in five inches. Oh, my God. You know, I can see if we're going to get like 20 inches. It's crazy. So the most important thing about the Marvel Night tomorrow night is with the Purple Community Van Andel Institute uh, here at the K-Wings. At the K-Wings Event Center off of Sprinkle Road, 94, in the Kalamazoo Portage area. Get out here. uh, Money raised. I will go to Help. Uh, fight cancer, Parkinson's disease, and also go towards research at the world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids, and the Marvel characters for the kids, man. Be a great night tomorrow night. Also, they're back home the following uh, weekend. And I want to salute Lene and everybody, Dave, Carol, Van Andel, what they continue to do, changing the world every day at Van Andel Institute. Uh, We also threw out our... Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, uh, which is presented by our friends at Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue, blue raspberry, lemonade, vodka, adult crafted cocktail. Available at your local restaurant, pub, bar. If they don't have it, ask for it. I've seen it at Center Isle, at Meyer, and other spirit stores across the states. Good stuff. 21 and up to drink it. I threw out this question earlier, and it's pretty cool. How concerned are you about Stafford ending the Lions' season on Sunday? How concerned are you? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank which means they have locations all across Michigan. Your money stays in Michigan, and they have local Michigan-based decision-makers. No other bank, as big as Mercantile, can say that. So the Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day. How concerned are you about Stafford ending the Lions' season on Sunday? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Speaking of texting, text DraftKings, one word, DraftKings, to 21,000. And you'll see the link, and it's free to enter, and you could win $1,000 in cash to bet on the Super Bowl courtesy of the HUGE show, the Michigan Sports Network and DraftKings. So before you go, just use code HUGE and sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go do it this way, and you'll have a shot at winning a 1,000 bucks that will be in your bank account by the time the Super Bowl kicks off. Free to enter. Just text DraftKings to 21000. DraftKings is one word. 21000, and that drawing will be on Wednesday, February 7th, I think at 5.50 p.m. on the Huge Show. So normally I tell everybody, hey, go use code HUGE, sign up, right? It's simple and easy uh, to get all the promo hookups. But this way, if you go sign up and you text DraftKings to 21000, not only can you take advantage as a new customer, of getting into that drawing for the $1,000 in cash to bet on the Super Bowl, but you'll also get the opportunity to bet just five bucks on the Lions and the Rams Sunday night, and you'll get 200 instantly in free bets. So that's like double dipping, okay? So text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. And again, no purchase necessary, and good luck, you just had to become a new customer. That's it. You don't have to bet that five bucks on the Lions or the Rams or any NFL playoff game this weekend. Just text DraftKings to 21000. Pretty good show. Risden from the LionsWire.com. His thoughts on the latest injury report. Dan Campbell did say today he's not going to know until Friday afternoon if Laporta can go. Stafford's rolling in with Cooper Cup. They're going to have him back. Nakua, the rookie of the year, which I did see pro football focus had. Branch Laporta and Campbell on their pro football focus. Lions on the all-rookie team. Gibbs didn't make it, but I'm sure it's you know Robinson from Atlanta got in front of him, even though Gibbs is a better running back than him as a rookie. But how many guys are you going to get from one thing, right? Pro football focus, you got to keep everybody happy. Yeah, J-Mo Williams is the key Sunday. Goff and J-Mo. Stafford, Cup, Nakua, the way the Lions secondary hasn't covered, their only chance in my mind to win, I'm being honest here, unless the offense is spot-on perfect like they were against the Chargers, but the Rams are a better L.A. team and NFL team than the Chargers. They are going to have to send that Corner safety heat linebackers on Stafford every single snap. If they try and play conservative straight-up football, they will get rolled Sunday night at home by Stafford, which would be a horrible ending to the season. So bring the heat. When the Lions have had success this year like they did in the last game I was at with Denver Russell Wilson, Wilson's not the same mobile quarterback that he was, but he's more mobile And Stafford. Stafford has the quick release. Get him anxious. We know the drill as Lions fans watching Stafford. Get in his face, and it's different. And the Lions have the youth and the speed, especially in that secondary, to bring somebody all the time. Keep bringing it. Don't back off and get conservative, Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell. This is the playoffs. Win or go home. And you do not want to go home and have Stafford leave that field Coming back to Detroit and ending the Lions season. Bring the Heat and the Lions will win that game. You can answer that huge question of the day 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838. Huge. We'll get an update on the Lions. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. He'll join us coming up. Also, Rizzy's son, Lane Risden, who's a 6'9 kid. He's getting entertained by like Michigan Tech, Case Western. I think he's even a higher level player, possibly at the MAC level for Zealand East High School on the west side of the state. They have moved their game up to Thursday night because of the snow due tomorrow. So they're playing Zeeland West tonight. And our flagship station, 96, won the game. Brett Bakita and Drew Neitzel, the former Spartan, will be calling the game. So Rizzy will be watching Lane. Zealand East, Zealand West, big rivalry game. There for our listeners on WHTC and look for Lane Resden. He's worth he's worth going to watch, in my mind. He is. He's a good kid. And Resden's daughter is a freshman. She's a really good player. But the Resden, like, the wife is like 6'3, and he's like 6'7. Yeah, there you go. He's like 6'7. The wife's like 6'3. But for those of you listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game. And for the Zeeland East Zeeland West fans, there is a scheduled change and that game will be tonight. Zeeland East at Zeeland West. I think they it's the same kind of school complex right there in Ottawa County and you can hear it on our flagship station 96.1 the game with Brett Makita and Drew Nitzel. Nitzel never met a golf shot he didn't like. He could knock it down back in the day at Park Wyoming Park. I think the coverage begins at 6 o'clock tonight. That's locally for those of you listening on 96 1 The Game. Risden, we'll get an update on his son, but also more importantly, Lions and the Rams. Risden from the Draft Wire and the Linus, or the Linus? Yeah, he's from the Linus Wire. He keeps you up to date on all the Phoenix characters. <laughs> you with the Linus Wire? Really? Uh, are you serious? Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire will join us in our next segment.
1: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Tracy, over to you for weather. The
2: sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Din and Greek yogurt, Meyer frozen steamable vegetables, and Kraft macaroni and cheese. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals
3: so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
0: Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA, accounting, and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew.
4: Leonard Skinner. CC Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner, and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner, and ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
0: show is back live across Michigan. We do have a Thursday road show with our flagship station, 96.1. The game that you can hear in the Kalamazoo area. We're at the K-Wings Event Center Rank. Uh, they're in the East Coast Hockey League tomorrow night. It's Marvel night. Uh, all the characters, all the fundraising that will benefit Van Andel Institute's Purple Community. World-renowned cancer and Parkinson's research happening every day. On the Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids, and I salute Dave and Carol Van Andel and the Purple community, what they're doing to bring awareness, raise money, and also help people find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day that you can answer. How concerned are you about Matt Stafford ending the Lions season on Sunday night? You tell me. One eight six six. 866 Eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank. Listener line. Speaking of Stafford, Rams, Goff, Lions, Sunday night football in America. It's a playoff game. Winner go home. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire. Draft Wire. One of our Lions NFL insiders is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Rizzy?
5: Good to be with you. Thanks for having me in uh, uh, on the advance of a home playoff game. I'm never going to get tired of saying that, Bill. We got a home playoff game this weekend. I haven't been able to say that ever. I'm happy about that.
0: Yeah, and I'm happy about it, but also since that moment when Carson Wentz decided to play like he had won 10 MVP trophies at the end and made that two-point conversion throw, which was phenomenal, the concern about Stafford ending the Lions' season kind of hit me right in the face last Sunday, and I... Uh, It's not angst. It's not pessimism. But I have more concern about this matchup and this game than I do any other game this season, maybe outside of the trip to Baltimore.
5: Yeah, and they're a good football team, and the Rams have been playing good football. That's why they are where they are. They were not, um, as as recently as Thanksgiving, they weren't even in the top ten in the NFC. They played their way in. That makes them dangerous. They have a good quarterback. We all know him. He's dangerous. Got a couple of wide receivers that are very good, and and Puka and Cooper Cup. But uh, beyond that, I think the Lions match up pretty well with what what Los Angeles does. And this is a game, you know, you, you frame it as as Jared Goff. I'm sorry, as, as Matthew Stafford. You know, being able to, to end the Lions season, and he can, and that could happen. I like the idea of Jared Goff going back and uh, beating his old team and ending their season because I think that's a very real issue that Los Angeles might have to deal with. You know that, that that sword cuts both ways on this one, and uh, the Lions are a better football team. They're favored for a reason. They have a lot of ways that they can win this game. Um, they also have ways to lose it, um, no doubt about that. But I I like the idea of framing it as this is Goff's chance at redemption against a team that gave up on him. And that's a pretty powerful motivator. And the way that he's got the locker room under his control and his support that he has with, with his fellow players – they would love nothing more than for him to, to be able to, you know, thumb his nose or use some other digits in some other ways at Sean McVay because uh, that did not end well for golf, um, and uh, the, that's that's why he's here, and that's that's the whole genesis of why we're in the postseason right now.
0: What's the Lions' uh, playoff path? to getting through the Rams when you look at the matchup and you break it down what you do at Lions while you're part of the USA Today Network Jeff isden joining us on the roast Umber coffee guest line well, what is that clear path to victory? I, I think it's heavy pressure continuously until the game's out of hand uh, on Stafford I think it's JaMO Williams having a big night Laporta Dan Campbell said no more uh, tomorrow. Uh, But I think right now it's golf needs to have a near perfect night and they cannot let up on the pressure because Stafford isn't a running QB. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I'm totally with you on the, on the pressuring Stafford. You cannot get away from what has gotten the lions here. Their defense has been really good lately. I know people don't necessarily buy that with the numbers in the last, in the last four weeks. Only four teams have generated more pressure and more quarterback hits than the Detroit Lions have. They have figured out that blitzing works, and they're going to keep doing that. The Rams' line is okay; it's not great, it's vulnerable, uh, it's not bad. Uh, it, it, it's in the in the category of what you saw from from Green Bay or Minnesota. You know, where you can you can have some success against them. You have to be able to make them one dimensional, though, and and I think that the Lions' run defense. Up until last week was great at stopping running backs. And then last week, they let up a little bit. If you let Kyron Williams get loose on this... Then Stafford has a play action. We know he's good at that. Then then that opens things up where the linebackers to have to creep back and you know or creep up. And that opens some seams up. They do have a good tight end. They do like to work the seam a little bit. Like that's that's what scares me. So stop the run, make it second and nine, third and eight. Put Stafford in situations like that where you can pressure him and you're right, Bill, he's not gonna run. So that, that that gives you an an advantage. As for the offense, Jared Goff cannot make mistakes. He's got to be on top of his game. He's got to understand where to go with the ball, get it out, get it there on time. He's done very well at that for the most part this season. He's going to have Jamison Williams back. That's a field-stretching option that they didn't have last week. I, I like the idea of him running circles around a, a Rams secondary that isn't built for speed. They're just not. That's not who they are. So he has an advantage in this one. I'm on advantage against pretty much everybody. And uh, work in the middle of the field with the way they do. The Rams, the, the weakness of their defense is their safeties and their their inside linebackers. And again, these, these aren't bad players. But they're not their strength, and I think that that's where the Lions can attack. And I think they counter that pretty well. So I I, I look for a lot of points in this one because I think both both teams have the mentality I got to score more than the other team. More than we got to stop the other team from outscoring us. So the, the, you know, you know, that's a that, that's a mentality that you have to approach. I think both teams are going to take that into this one.
0: What about Laporta? I know Campbell said we're going to know more Friday, but man, it it looked really bad, like season ending. Uh, I won't go hyperbole to career-ending, but then it it was better news than expected from the Lions medical team. But let's just go with L- Laporta. If they're lucky, might be 50%, 60% of what he is. What does that loss do to golf in the Lions offense?
5: You know, that hurts their spacing more than anything because he's a, he's a tight end that can get out quickly and work on those stem routes where he can break in or out in that 8-12 to 12 yard range. Uh, where it attacks that fringe area where linebackers and cornerbacks and safeties all meet in a zone. He's great at that, and if they don't have that, that's going to hurt quite a bit. He's also become a pretty good blocker, so they will miss that. You know, uh, I don't expect him to play. That doesn't mean he's not going to, but uh, just the way that, that injury looked, I will say one thing, and and I I said this on the Detroit Lions podcast this week, and I got verification from it from a medical professional today. The fact that they let him go off on the cart with his knee bent is a very good sign that it's not a serious injury. Because if it was a serious knee injury, they would have made him um, stabilize that knee, they would have immobilized it and have it straight. So, so again, when Dan Campbell says that it's better than it could have been. I think he's right, but I'm asking to play this week
0: is pretty, pretty optimistic from what I see. What do you think Goff is? And again, Goff and Stafford are saying all the right things. Uh, Kelly Stafford may protest that they didn't give her a suite, <laughs> that uh, Queen, Queen Kelly did not get her suite, but uh, Matt, uh, the husband, and the former Lions quarterback and current Rams QB and Goff, they understand the storylines. Uh, who has that advantage in the matchup Sunday?
5: You know, first off, I'm just very happy that we don't have to deal with Kelly Stafford on a weekly basis anymore. um nothing against her I'm, that's just not that's something I was all interested in covering and Doug has read his ugly head again but that that is what it is uh so i think I think in terms of responsibility, I think Stafford is more responsible for the Rams winning or losing the football game than what Jared Goff is. Now, can he handle that pressure coming back into Detroit? Now, there's a lot of pressure on him, and I don't think we've played this up enough from a Detroit standpoint. This is a guy who had a lot of playoff failures and, and blew some critical games in Detroit. That, that's, that's a monkey on his back that he's got to get off. There's some pressure on him to, to perform on that, too. And I, I, I don't think that's been played up enough because, we, we look, we know. We lived through it. He wasn't always at his best when when his Lions teams needed him to be at his best. Now, that's changed since he's been in Los Angeles, and good for him. Uh, look, I, I still like him. I still will be rooting for him long term. But uh, Saturday, Sunday, he's the enemy. And uh, I... I Goff's pretty close to where Stafford is. One thing that might surprise a lot of people, Goff actually throws the ball down the field on average more than than Stafford does. His average air yards per attempt is higher this year. So Goff will take some risks. Um, I I worry, though, that Stafford going out of character and starting to throw the ball down the field a lot more um, because he can do it. We all know he can do it. He has receivers that can do it. That's where the Lions' weakness is: is that you know covering the deep ball, and uh, if Stafford can connect on that, it, it, it could be a long night. Um, hopefully not, but you know you got to be real about it. That, that's a, that's a matchup advantage that we know that Matthew Stafford can do. Uh, it's a question of can the Lions pressure him enough, and can they you know get him in enough situations where he just doesn't isn't comfortable taking those? Because uh, if, if he can if he can stand in the pocket. And wait four seconds to throw the ball down to one of his receivers down the field. Um, it's it's not going to be good for Detroit.
0: That's why I've said uh, all along: uh, just bring the heat. It's win or go home Sunday night. Whether it's Stafford or any other quarterback that is immobile, they have got to get him. You know, push him uh, to his opposite hand, throw against his body, hit him. Uh, come make them nervous Uh, we know that we've seen what other teams have done to make Matt Stafford struggle and the Lions need to do it the fans will be absolutely bonkers I know we discussed the storylines that are out there LaPorta Hurt, Goff, Stafford obviously Brad Holmes against his old team Uh, you have Glenn Johnson and a lot of stories out there that they're connected to NFL jobs which we'll discuss at a later date But what do you think is a storyline for Rams-Lions Sunday night that people aren't talking about, Jeff, that you think is very important?
5: Uh, I'll give you two of them quickly. One of them is that the Rams special teams are god-awful. They're bad. They have changed their kicker twice this year. Their kicker has missed extra points, plural, recently. Uh, Their coverage units, they gave up a massively long return to the Giants in a game that the Giants beat them in. And you know, they 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 just don't defend or returns well. Now Khalif Raymond's out. We, we'll still have to see who the Lions will be will be having to return the ball. But uh, there's a very real chance for the special teams to do a lot with what they do. Um, and by the way, the fakes come into account on that too. Uh, the Lions could very well win this game on special teams because they they're up and down on it. If they're up, they've got a real opportunity. The other one. For all the hand-wringing about the Lions not beating good teams, the Rams this year were 1-6 against teams that wound up with a winning record. You know what the Lions were? They were 4-3. and I don't think that gets brought up enough. The Rams have not beaten good teams this year. The Lions were a good team, and I think that's going to prevail on Sunday night.
0: Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow both on Twitter, Facebook, online. One of our Lions NFL insiders joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. And Jeff, before I let you go, I did Begin the show in the first segment. Mention that Zeeland East and Zeeland West on the west side of the state for our listeners on WHTC in the Holland area. They have moved up their Friday night game because oh, we might get five, seven inches of snow. Okay, whatever. But they've moved up uh, Lane, your son, the big man uh, in the middle, six nine, senior, uh, being courted by D two and other schools. I think he's a Mac player, but Lane Zeeland East zealand west tonight is that six o'clock let's start
5: uh, 7.30 tonight. We got the girls, then we have our unified game uh, for, for special needs guys, and then, then we have the boys game. So uh, my, my daughter's playing in a little over an hour, then my, my son gets on later on, so it's going to be a fun he, night.
0: Yeah, I know there's a bunch of... Brett Makita from our flagship station, 96-1 the game, and Drew Neitzel, the former Spartan, are calling the game on 96-1 in GR, and he sent me a quick note and said there was a lot going on, and I told everybody, get out and watch Lane. I didn't know your daughter also was playing, Rivalry night with Zealand East and Zealand West should be fun there. Enjoy the game, Jeff. We'll talk Monday and look back at the Lions and see if they're still alive moving on to the next weekend. Well, let's hope so. Go, Lions. All right, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Speaking uh, of the Lions, if they get to the Super Bowl, how would you like to have $1,000 you could bet on them? It doesn't matter if they get there or not. Uh, with our friends from DraftKings, we're giving new customers a chance to enter the drawing for $1,000 to bet on Super Sunday. All you have to do, okay, we have the quick link, add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, You'll see what you need to do. Uh, Just text DraftKings to 21000 is the easy way uh, to tell you, and you enter. Uh, there's no purchase necessary. Text DraftKings to 21000. And all the details are right there. You don't get bombarded with a ton of text. And it's free. And, and if you don't want to go through that, you can just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you can bet 5 bucks on the Lions and Rams on Sunday night or any NFL playoff game. And you'll get 200 in free bets Instantly. That's for new customers. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Or if you're going to be a new customer and you want to also have a shot at that $1,000 to bet on Super Sunday, text DraftKings to 21000. That's DraftKings to 21,000.
1: Everything huge 24 7 at the thehugeshow.net
4: fish on the ultimate fishing show detroit january 11th through 14th at the suburban collection show place with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle fishing boats and fishing trips take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. this is the largest pure fishing show in the country it's the fishing boat show buy from dealers who know how to rig them right shop fishing tackle only available once a year seminars on five stages meet guides and lodge owners
0: The Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the huge show in Lomas Brown, there Friday starting at 2
3: p.m
0: Huge here for all you Lions fans. Now you're going to want to get in on this huge offer from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. So you can bet five bucks on the Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. And if you're a new customer and you bet five bucks on the Lions or the Rams, if you're going to go with Stafford, you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So get in on that Lions-Rams action on Sunday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who bet five bucks on any NFL game, even if you're not a Lions or Rams fan or Stafford Detroit Rams fan, uh, you bet 5 bucks on any NFL playoff game this weekend, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up, in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility max award limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. show is back live across michigan 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you go to the huge show.net we're on the road with our flagship station 96 won the game out of gr they also could hear in the kalamazoo portage area uh, here in southwest michigan we're inside uh the k wings event center the rink is there east coast hockey league franchise uh just run top to bottom Uh, professionally. You know, the one thing I always marvel at through our travels across the state and where the huge show is heard, I don't like using the minor league phrase. I never use that because whether it's the Grand Rapids Griffins, whether it's the K-Wings, whether it's the West Michigan Whitecaps, the Grand Rapids Gold, uh, Lansing Lugnuts, uh, the Great Lakes Loons. Uh, the Flint Firebirds, the Saginaw Spirit, every single franchise that I've connected with through charity events, like we're here with Van Andel Institute and the Purple Community for the Marvel Night tomorrow night here with the K-Wings that will benefit cancer and Parkinson's research. All of these affiliates, and K-Wings are an affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks, but all these affiliates are run like major league franchises. And I think that's why they all draw. There is not a struggling, quote, minor league franchise in this state. Maybe the Motor City Crews, because they're just there because they're close to the Pistons. And Tony Will is the GM slash... I guys. President, what's your official title, Tony? General manager. Well, hold on a second, Tony. I think I turned up the wrong microphone. You there now?
2: Oh, yeah. I'm here. There's yeah. a lot of Tony there.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. That's <laughs> I'm, all right. I'm totally turning the wrong buttons, and I'm turning, <laughs> and then turning up the buttons I should be turning up, and blowing <laughs> the headphones off your ear.
2: So, official title? Uh, I'm general manager and governor for the Kalamazoo Wings. Governor. Not of the state of Michigan. I like to. You're the governor. <laughs> yeah. So this is one fact that I tell. I mean. You're probably aware of this, but uh, leagues are governed by the board of governors. And so it's a little different than, it's like a board wow, of directors. I've
0: never heard I'm, we're with, a, and, her, and her name is Tony Will, and I'm now I'm looking at uh, the signs, if there's a will, there's a way.
2: <laughs> I, there, you can use my name in so many different ways. <laughs> there,
0: we will get this done. My staff <laughs> hears
2: that often. We will.
0: We will win. We look, will. At, look at my name plate right here, Tony Will. <laughs> yeah.
2: You'd be amazed how many people ask me to spell it. No. I'm not joking. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm 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 like how my husband. That
0: wasn't on college night here with the K Wings, was it? No, just normal people. Western's a pretty good school. K College is pretty good. (laughs) Kellogg Community College is pretty good.
2: I know I went there.
0: Kellogg Community (laughs) (laughs) College is pretty good. I'm not. Hey, excuse me, can you spell Will? Hey, and also Marvel night tomorrow night, which is Friday here. Uh, Can you spell Friday for me, Bill? (laughs) Hey, you never know. Will I? Well, because they want to get it right. Maybe if they're sending you a, a, a a thank you know yeah. it or, or something like that you mentioned what nine years here right
2: yeah nine years
0: uh again the the building looks great uh there's a new building coming yes. uh, to downtown Kalamazoo yeah. which will change Kalamazoo as a urban area yeah. for good isn't We're it?
2: really excited about it yeah. it's a, a long time coming it is
0: and just you know the Johnsons the Strikers we can go down the list of the families uh here. Uh, in the Kalamazoo area who have, you know, the Promise, uh, everything, Mm -hmm. Uh, the the western uh, downtown area and adding that new rink where Western will play basketball, men's and women's, hockey there. Mm-hmm. K-Wings will be there. That That's a next-level thing for the franchise.
2: It is. It is next-level. And the fact that it's privately funded is a, a huge deal and a testament to the Stryker Johnston family. So uh, we're really proud of that. It's it's a long runway, and uh, it, it's not going to happen overnight. So I like to remind fans of that. This isn't happening next season. It
0: will not <laughs> happen overnight. It will not. It's like 2028, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what we're looking at. Well,
2: it takes a while. It does. It takes a long time to put uh, that type of building and it's a
0: building that's going to be a a centerpiece for the kalamazoo city of kalamazoo
2: yeah and we're as we are sitting in these meetings um planning this and building this with the architects and the designers we're planning this for a 100 years so long after you and i are gone bill (laughs) it
0: will live on see there's a theme to this it will it will live on Everything goes back to your name. It will live on.
2: So many things we can do with Will.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at, you know, Chris had, if there's a Will, there's a way on the back of his K-Wing shirt. That's right. I think that's a little over the top, but I'm not in charge of the franchise. You are. I am. <laughs> uh, the partnership. Everywhere I turn, there's something connected to the community mm-hmm. uh, here. And I've been in the building for a couple of hours. We're here for the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute the Marvel Night Tomorrow with the Marvel Characters, big fundraiser for cancer and Parkinson's research at Van Andel Institute I could just tell the minute I connected to your team here that connecting to the community here in the Kalamazoo portage Mm -hmm. area is your number one focus
2: it is and
0: even this extended into Grand Rapids too Mm -hmm. which is cool
2: yeah as I was telling you off air I'm born and raised here and um, one of the reasons I said yes to this job all those years ago was because of uh, Greenleaf Hospitality Group the Kalamazoo Wings and how entrenched they are in our community I love Kalamazoo I love the surrounding area of Kalamazoo I love southwest Michigan and to work for an organization and lead an organization that cares so much about this community uh, was something I'm passionate about. And raising my three kids in Kalamazoo and um, now they're young adults, it's um, it's really powerful and I'm really proud of that.
0: And the connection to Dave and Carol and the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute. And sometimes, I've always said this, and having an affiliate a long time here, AM 1660 and now 961 being heard that... It's 45 minutes for me to drive from Grand Rapids to Kalamazoo, but sometimes the two communities seem like they're 2,000 miles apart, don't
2: they? <laughs> they do. Isn't it strange? It's strange because it is just 45 minutes I up know. the road, and uh, it's not that big of a deal at
0: No, all. it isn't. And, and I love how you guys connected with the Purple community, and Tony Will is the governor <laughs> of, of the K-Wings <laughs> and the GM. Thank you so much for the conversation, and uh, good luck with the Marvel night and also the franchise and the move. Uh, here in a few years downtown Thank to you. the new building, okay? Yeah,
2: we're glad to have you.
0: All right, there. Tony Will joining us on the huge show. Uh, again, Marvel Night tomorrow night here with the K-Wings Benefits. Van Andel Institute and their Purple Community for Cancer and Parkinson's uh, research. If you want to have your own purple game at any level, just Google purplecommunity.org. Big. Bad. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on the Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. We are back live across Michigan. A Thursday road show is in Kalamazoo, where you can hear our flagship station, 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids. We're with the K-Wings at the K-Wings Event Center off of Sprinkle Road and 94 here on the west side of the state. They're hosting the Marvel Character Night tomorrow, and it benefits our good friends, the Purple Community, from Van Andel Institute, world-renowned Van Andel Institute on the medical mile, In downtown Grand Rapids on the west side of the state. And again, uh, it's about the world. It's about finding a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. So if you're going to be in the Kalamazoo area, get your tickets. I know they're saying a little snow tomorrow. This is really getting overblown. Twitter, Facebook. Oh, my God. We're going to get snow. Oh, where do we live? Oh, we're in Michigan. We're not in Miami. It was fine today. Oh, but the winds are going to pick up. You know what? If there are some treacherous conditions, that happens. But not everywhere. And if, and, and if this storm gets a name, I will never, ever watch the Weather Channel again. And I'll delete the app. Just like anybody that wears a Stafford jersey to the game on Sunday, you are not a Lions fan. If you're going to a house party and you're wearing a Stafford jersey, you're not a Lions fan. Okay? You either stand with Goff or you walk off. Now remember, let's go back to the first year of Goff. He was hammered by most of the Lions nation because he wasn't doing what Stafford was doing with the Rams. And let's remember the Rams in that Super Bowl, all the fairy tale we're going to Disneyland stuff. Niners dropped a pick, Bengals dropped a pick. But Stafford took care of business and got that elusive ring. It was with the Rams. When I saw the Detroit Rams gear being sold at stores in the Detroit metro area, I think that's one of the lowest points ever. And I had to take all the arrows on my show, on the social networks. On how I predicted that Golf would get more wins than Stafford, little did I know I was only a year, a year behind. That was a vision. And I will say, every once in a while, there's a flash of light. I get a vision, and I had the year off. My right eye. It twitches once in a while, and I had the year off. Oh, my God, these people still now. Well, I'm going to wear it, but I'm going to support the Lions. I'm going to wear it because Stafford brought us joy. I go. <laughs> I referenced this a little bit yesterday. List the joy that Matt Stafford brought you. List it. And compare it to what you've seen. Last, what, half of last year and this year with golf. And you tell me who has brought you more big moments, this team led by golf or the entire career of Matt Stafford with Calvin Johnson, with Ndamukong Sue, with Dre Blo- Go down the list. You tell me. I, I, I still don't get this, and, and, and it's brought back up this week. I never understood treating Matt Stafford the same way you would talk about the bad boys or Stevie Y or the greats in Detroit. I never understood that. And they're like, well, he was such a part of this community. His wife drove everybody crazy till the day she left. When she was in L.A., she's throwing jabs back at Detroit and the fans. And then she's begging for a free suite today. Free. Just give it to me. I tried that earlier. I said, you know what? If Kelly Stafford's going to do it, I'm going to call up. I dialed, uh, hello, Detroit Lions, Allen Park Suite Department. Yeah, uh, this is Bill. Huge show. What show? Huge show. Uh, can I get free suite for the Rams game? Sure, Bill. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike, Rowe, Mike uh, online, YouTube. Also, he's part of the Lions Nation or Nations, is it Lions Nations Unite? Lions Nation Unite, correct. Li- Lions Nation Unite uh, with Herman Moore and the crew, and he's joined us, and uh, he made the trip down, hanging out here at the K-Wings Event Center. So the, the Stafford theme, it's back, and it was there all of year one. Went away last year because, especially the second half when golf, and the Lions were better than the Rams last year Okay, it's kind of like 1-1 and here we are now well Stafford now had what Goff did last year, this great finish to the last 8 games, last half of this season and the Lions are hosting Stafford and the Rams and this storyline between Goff, Stafford Out of everything you heard this week, what do you like and what do you think is crazy?
6: I think it's crazy how they keep saying that this is a Stafford revenge game. This is a Jared Goff revenge game. Stafford requested to be traded out of Detroit to a great team in the Los Angeles Rams, where Jared Goff had no idea about the trade. It was at midnight. He's going from a great team to a team that's one of the worst in football. The media destroyed Jared Goff, said this guy's a window licker needs crayons, that he's the worst quarterback to ever exist. He comes to Detroit. He takes on the, the persona of Detroit, steps in there, and does a phenomenal job. Wins the MC North for the first time ever hosting a playoff game at Ford Field, and this is supposed to be a Stafford revenge game. No.
0: And I love what you're saying because I'm feeling this right now on a Thursday. The week of the game, Sunday night, Rams at the Lions, that this is more about revisiting what Stafford meant to Detroit, where it's kind of a slap in the face to golf And like I mentioned what he's done since the second half of last year through this season, and I talk about the great moments. Did Stafford ever drop the game like at Kansas City? Did Stafford ever drop a win where you're like, oh, my God. I think one time he did regular season Cowboys. He had a monster game. Remember, he threw for like 380, right? And they won a regular season game against a good Cowboys team that we didn't see coming. Never won a playoff game. And and I understand this, uh, that it's business. But he has to leave. He has to leave, which in turn, Stafford leaving turned out to be the best thing ever for the Detroit Lions.
6: The greatest thing ever. We turn around, we got a quarterback who's very good, Jared Goff, right now. Just as good as Stafford right now, if not better. Better right now. He's got more touchdowns. He's got more passing yards. His QBR is better. His quarterback rating is better. He's only got one more interception, more than Matthew Stafford, 12 to 11. Just tells you what Jared Goff has done here in Detroit is very, very solid and sound. And everyone keeps saying, well, this is Matthew Stafford returning to Detroit. No, this is Jared Goff of defending Detroit winning a first playoff game in 30 years. So like you were saying earlier with fans wearing Stafford jerseys and on Stafford, he is the enemy. He is coming here trying to defeat our Detroit Lions. Jared Goff has represented the city 100%. He's took on all the BS that was given out through the media and the fans, and all he done is risen and win, win big game after big game. Kansas City wins the big game, throws the pass. Last year, throws it to DJ Chark for the first down to win the game at Green Bay. Played well at Tampa. Played great at Tampa. Hard team to play against. Played well on the last drive from the Dallas game. Should have won the game when Taylor Decker did report. He's done a lot of this in just three years' time that he's been a Detroit Lion. It's amazing what he's done, and the lack of recognition that he's yet is kind of it's disturbing a little bit.
0: That's why I believe Sunday night uh, inside Ford Field, which has been fantastic the last two seasons. I've been the, what, you know... Seven eight of the games. That that noise barometer for golf versus Stafford, it better be crickets for Stafford and a thunderous, intimidating roar that rattles Stafford on Sunday, or I'll be
6: embarrassed for the Lions Nation. Absolutely. It should be extremely loud and appreciative to Jared Goff the, when this team takes the field. And it should be booing and screaming when Stafford gets there. They should do a highlight, they should do a highlight reel on the Big Tron at Ford Field. If they do a
0: tribute video to him at any time in that pregame, I swear to God, I don't know if I'll be back to Ford Field.
6: Tribute video of pick sixes. Let's do that one. All his pick sixes that he's ever well, what done. What
0: Stafford's <laughs> moment? Okay, I, I mentioned that uh, the one Cowboy regular season game, and he had a great game. It was on the road. What What are the highlight moments for Matt Stafford as a Lions QB? I
6: think the biggest highlight is him jumping over the line when he beat Dallas at home, and he scored that touchdown with him jump over the line. That's that. that in the Cleveland game where he hurt his shoulder. And then he was mic'd year. up, right? Yeah, he, he was mic'd up, correct. Okay,
0: so uh, hello. And then, and then he asked to be traded.
6: He has to be traded. He goes to the good team. He... Could have went to another team like the Carolina Panthers, but the Lions did him a favor, setting him to a very good team, ultimately winning a Super Bowl. So what is their complaint about Matthew Stafford? He got everything that he wanted. He got the ring. He got the good team. He got the luxury. He can be on Little Caesars Pizza commercials over there in L.A., how come, they're
0: not using, how come they're using Stafford and not Goff for Little Caesars commercials?
6: Because the narrative is if you're a Detroit quarterback, they don't like you. I mean, we know this, right? Stafford here, well, he was uh, hated, right? And then well, he goes to L.A. I'm
0: just making a point that you there just you brought go. up and I thought about it. How come that's not golf? Little Caesars is you can see the Little Caesars headquarters right down the street from yeah. Ford Field.
6: This is the media. They have portrayed this guy to be something he's not. Matter of fact, he should be in the Pro Bowl. Jared Goff should be. He's got better numbers, but he isn't. Monroe St. Brown should be getting he a lot of advertising. He was robbed.
0: Not getting out. And Jameer Gibbs, you can make the argument. Even though, you know, Pro Football Focus, they went with Bijan. He... I thought he was the best rookie running back, that Laporte is the best rookie tight end, and we'll get the Laporta injury, which Dan Campbell said he'll find out more tomorrow, which I don't think that's good news, but, you know, and J-Mo will have to step up. But uh, these rookies, that the impact, even J-Mo to a point, and, and it's a, a mild impact, nothing compared to Jameer and uh, Laporta or, or Jack Campbell, who was all rookie team, pro football focus, with Branch, right? We just keep going down the list. Uh, what rookies have done to help this team uh, finish 12-5, and 5, and they weathered a ton of injuries, especially on the lines, uh, a defensive line that underachieved outside of Aiden Hutchinson, linebacking crew that Campbell's awesome against the run, still has to get better uh, against the pass. I don't know if that's shedding Ted pounds, getting a little bit quicker. I, I, they'll figure it out. It's the NFL. And a secondary that's been patchwork. Uh, all season long and yet they're 12 and 5 and they're hosting the
6: Rams on Sunday night. Years, what have you heard huge about Detroit? We can draft players but they don't develop. What happens now? We draft players and they develop to be
0: key Not they're like they're ready Stuts. to go. They're Stuts. ready to go LaPorta. out of college.
6: All-pro, right? He, he's just a fantastic tight end. Jameer Gibbs, I, I agree with you. He's probably the best rookie running back here. Jack Campbell, he just had one of his best games ever, defeating the Minnesota Vikings. Brian Branch, Mr. Pick himself. You can even continue to go down from last year. James Houston, sixth-round pick. He ended up getting eight-and-a-half sacks last year. So the development of these young players and what this franchise has done from Brad Holmes, drafting them, and for Dan Campbell and his coaching staff to develop them has made this team into a great team, and we still don't get the respect that other good teams get. How many times have we heard, are you the same as Dallas? Are you the same as Philadelphia? Are you in the same level as those teams? Yeah, we're not only in the same level. We're better than those teams, in my opinion. We should have won in Dallas, and right now Philadelphia has lost five out of six. This team's a good team. And they need to prove it on Sunday, beat Matthew Stafford at home in front of the whole world on Sunday night football to show it.
0: Yeah, you can do the coulda, woulda, shouldas, because the Niners might have played their starters and played to win that game against the Rams, which ironically then, if you look at the impact of that call on how it ended up possibly bringing Stafford to Detroit, how it played out with the Eagles losing – and the Cowboys would have been different, I think, in the final week. But the Lions technically would have been the overall number one seed with two games at Ford Field to go to Vegas. Are you kidding me?
6: It's insane. It's insane. That we close. We came close to it.
0: That close to it. That close. And then now I love the narrative. People are like, well, the Lions tried deception. They were running three guys at the official. Well, the official... Uh, went and told them who was eligible. I think he got the number wrong. He heard uh, eligible, looked at Skipper and went and told the defense that number, not Taylor Decker's number, and that the Lions were trying to be deceptive, which is a crock.
6: Yeah, it's absolutely a crock, and the NFL always tries to blame the Detroit Lions. They come out with their video and explaining it that it was due to deception. No, the deception is the lack of integrity from the referee's inability to get calls correctly, and it seems to be on a consistent basis against teams such as the Detroit Lions that are generally unpopular compared to other franchise guys is like the Dallas Cowboys. The idea that we were deceived, of course they're trying to deceive the defense. That's the whole point you're playing football. The defense tries to deceive the offense when they're doing sort of blitzes. The offense tries to get players in positions to succeed, i.e., getting Taylor Decker open for that extra point, the two-point conversion. That's the whole point of football. So deception is part of the game. So this idea that we're trying to deceive now the referees is just, it's inexcusable considering the fact that Taylor Decker walked up to him Spoke to him and did his chest. It's unbelievable.
0: But you you did see on the video the three guys are walking over there, and in after the fact, the NFL and some of the NFL cronies alluding that they deception was there. The easiest way to me uh, on this tackle eligible kind of a, a little a little steal from soccer that one of those side judges would have. Uh, would be able to grab a big board that would come up, and that just like when they say subs are coming in for soccer, right? For for twenty three, it would say uh, seventy eight. It would be an eligible sign, right? Correct. That it's held up. Everybody sees it. Posing coaches see it. Uh, upstairs sees it. Everybody sees it. It's announced by the official, who then looks at the sign, standing over there, says number. 70 is eligible. Everybody knows. And you mm-hmm. can't make the call. I, I still go back to that, and I know it's kind of harping on it, how they never huddled. They never The officials never huddled and said, hey, did we get this right? Because you, you, the Lions could have – could you imagine, Michael, they would have had the bye, and they'd have two games at home to go to Vegas in the Super Bowl.
6: Two games. That would have been everyone comes to Detroit. The odds of winning at home is always higher. The crowd would be nuts, and the Lions potentially could be on their way to the Super Bowl. Now they got to take what happened to them and use it as fuel, controlled fury. Yeah,
0: but the the controlled fury and fuel, Mike. And by the way, Mike Kimber, uh, Micro Mike on YouTube. Uh, Mike is also part of Lions Nation Unite uh, with Herman Moore. Uh, Search for that YouTube online. Now the reality is Stafford and the Rams ton of talent, probably through the Cowboys, who should take care of business against the Packers, and through San Francisco. Again, we don't know their health at QB, uh, but that that's a gauntlet. But if you look at the Lions, the one thing I will say, nobody played the Cowboys as tough as the Lions did. The road outside of Baltimore and the one Chicago game has been really friendly to the Lions. I think they do well because they get in the bunker, right? Mm-hmm. So their path is there, and it would even make it more incredible with the adversity if they went through the Rams, Cowboys, and Niners to get to the Super Bowl, which I think will be Baltimore or Buffalo
6: on the AFC side. Look, just like a great philosopher, Ric Flair, once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And if you want to get to the top, you got to beat these guys. Now, look, I look at matchups when I look at teams, and what I see for the Detroit Lions, obviously they match up well, Dallas Cowboys. We should have beaten them. We match up well with San Francisco as well. We're really good at stopping the run. And right now we're ranked two in the NFL, and you got obviously their great running game. If you can stop the running game, it forces Brock Purdy to consistently throw the football, and he has made mistakes. Now, they're a great team, but that is matchups that we have to look at going forward in this playoffs here. The matchup with the Rams, you got the Detroit Lions ability to rush the passer. You're talking about the blitz. We got a blitz Matthew Stafford statue quarterback. He's got every, I'm talking unleash it. They
0: did it on Wilson. They never let him get comfortable. 100%. After he completed that first pass of the game, right? Uh, He never got comfortable. They have to do that. I worry that Glenn and Campbell will get conservative and they'll do the bend but not break and they're not good enough on the backside to do that.
6: I don't think they're gonna do that. I, I honestly think that they're gonna be an aggressive defense in this game. If you've seen what we've done with the Futu Malfonwu, he's very good at rushing the passer very fast. I think what you've seen through the last couple of weeks is the Lions defense is giving up a lot of pass yards, but they're banking on the idea that you got four players in Iffy, CJ Gardner Johnson, Brian Branch Kirby Joseph, who has the ability to get interceptions. So if we're gonna you're gonna pass the football, okay you're gonna get your yards But we're going to get a couple turnovers, and we're going to get back to this offense, and we're going to stay ahead of you the whole game. And that's what we've done with the Vikings. I think that's what the the, the game plan is here. And they
0: did it with Denver, and it was perfect. I was there uh, at about the 40-yard line on the lower level. That's the game plan they need. Stafford is not mobile. That is the path to victory for the Lions. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube, part of Lions Nation. Unite with Herman Moore, the former Lion. Uh, look for that on all the social outlets, YouTube and online. If you have a Lions comment or question, one 838 4843 That's one eight six six eight three eight 838 huge Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. And if you want a shot at winning $1,000 from me to you, where you can bet that on the Super Bowl, courtesy of the Michigan Sports Network, Marty Boer and the crew. Here's what you need to do. Text DraftKings to 21000. DraftKings is one word. You're a new customer. You sign up. You don't have to spend anything. You sign up as a new customer on DraftKings. You'll go into that drawing on Wednesday, February 7th at 5.50 p.m. for $1,000 in cash deposited into the winner's bank account to bet on the Super Bowl. So new customers only uh, can enter this. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000.
1: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Fish on the ultimate fishing show, Detroit, January
4: 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the Fishing Boat Show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop Fishing Tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The ultimate fishing show, Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa,
0: put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show. Detroit, I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the Huge Show in Lomas Brown, there Friday starting at 2 p.m. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that
4: build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably,
0: it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station. 96-1 the game. Don't forget tonight, uh, locally, the Zeeland East, Zeeland West basketball game that features 6'9 Lane Risden, the son of our Lions, and NFL insider Jeff Rizden. That game now has been switched to tonight in the Ottawa County area for those of you listening on WHTC girls game then they're going to have their charity basketball game in between and the boys game so all that I think is beginning here within the hour at Zeeland East 96.1 our flagship station with Brett Makita, the high school guru and Drew Knightzel, the former MSU Spartan I will have the call I think is it 7 tonight? something like that uh, in NGR. Let's go talk to our good friend, Dr. Bill Pink, Ferris State University. Time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Each and every week we talk to the leaders in Big Rapids, Michigan, and across the state about all the good things uh, having an impact on lives each and every day, and their leader is Dr. Pink, and he joins us. Happy New Year and belated happy holidays, my friend.
7: Happy New Year to you, too, brother. It's good to talk to
0: you you know you are crisscrossing the state you're going around the country you're talking to ferris state alumni what's the feedback you're getting right now on how ferris is moving forward
7: you know it's pretty cool for us right now because uh, our alumni because of what they're hearing about what's happening in big rapids and what we're doing and standing up uh, across the state There are a lot of proud alumni right now when it comes to the Bulldog, And so when they know about things such as uh, some of our accomplishments, some of the things that our athletic programs are doing right now, number five uh, women's basketball team, number five in the country right now, when they see those kind of things, they just stick their chest out and they're proud to be part of that Bulldog nation.
0: You know, part of that Bulldog Nation is Ferris State's Michigan College of Optometry, which is the only program of its kind uh, in the state, and they can confirm that it's there among the leaders all across America. Talk about the impact of the Michigan College of Optometry on campus there at Ferris State University in Big Rapids.
7: You know, when uh, when folks are wearing glasses in the state of Michigan, if you have a pair of glasses, chances are, if you got those glasses here in the state, and you were at an optometrist to get that done, chances are you were uh, being taken care of by a Ferris State alum. We are the only College of Optometry in the state of Michigan, and just recently were recognized as one of only two in the country to achieve a hundred percent pass rate on the uh, on the in- on the preparation exam. A hundred percent pass rate, us and one of our institutions over in Chicago. We're the only two. In the country to have that 100% pass rate, so that not only tells you that uh, that you're getting uh, that you're getting a bulldog looking at you, improving your sight eyesight, but it means that you're getting quality from uh, from the from the program right and here in Big Rapids. that does amazing work.
0: Dr. Bill Pink is the president of Ferris State University, joining us on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. Yeah, it would be great if you guys could get a partnership with the NFL and help officiating crews have better eyesight with the College of Optometry, right? You know, that's not a bad idea. It isn't.
7: You could get a – you know, and, and you know me, brother. If, it, if it's a fun tip that can bring some more money to
0: campus, mm. let's do it. Hey, um, or, or how about this? How, how about this? You get a Ferris, like a uh, big Winnebago going around the state with free eye tests for officials. <laughs>
7: <laughs> and
0: we'll put stripes all over it. Yeah. We'll a, a It'll be the roving, the, the roving ref RV. <laughs> we're gonna call it Zebra Vision. That's what. We're yeah, gonna call. that'll be a better vision for <laughs> officials. A better vision for Ferris's future. We're moving Ferris forward. <laughs>
7: hey, you know what? If we can help them out. So be it. Let us yeah. let us step
0: into that space. Oh yeah, and then when you pull up, you could have a carrot buffet, so everybody eats carrots. Which everyone <laughs> said when you're growing up, you got to eat carrots. You have better eyesight. Supposed
7: to help. You know, it's supposed to help.
0: <laughs> yeah. One serious note, though, about the College of Optometry. You graduate from it at Ferris, uh, you get right into the field. And stats from 2022 say uh, the average pay for optometrist in America. Was one hundred twenty-five thousand five hundred ninety per year, so that's pretty good and well worth the investment uh, in a degree from the College of Optometry in Big Rapids at Ferris State University.
7: Yeah, and so see, that's the thing about it, brother. You talk about you know people really look at this idea of what it costs to attain a college education. So there, you know that that cost that price point is, it, it, I mean, it gets crazy. Yet one of the things we've been able to do at ferris is keep that at a pretty uh, decent level in terms of the cost of of getting a ferris degree but when you think about this program and you think about at the other end as and those data are right we're seeing in the 120s and that's the median i mean that's right there in the middle you talk about a program that can put you on a trajectory that's not just about a job. It's the thing I always talk about. It's a career path. It's a career path that will put you into making that kind of money on an annual basis and, in many cases, more money to where you can not only uh, take care of yourself, but you can take care of and feed your family for a lifetime. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a game changer for so many of our students.
0: Yeah, you can find out about the College of Optometry right now. Go to ferris.edu. That's ferris.edu. Dr. Bill Pink is the president of Ferris State University. And from day one, he's been moving Ferris forward with other great men and women and their leadership on the campus in Big Rapids and across the state now at their satellite locations. Dr. Pink, I know you sound like you're getting ready to either come back or go someplace. Safe travels. We'll talk soon.
7: It is so good talking to your brother. Go dogs.
0: All right, Dr. Bill Pink, President Ferris State University, joining us on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. Find out more about Ferris at Ferris.edu. Everything
1: huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Welcome to the Drew World Order. (laughs) Hill. Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino.
8: There's a party
4: on this hill. Same show, the soulful, bad boy, R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-step good time. Tickets started at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino.
3: Huge
0: here for all you Lions fans. Now you're going to want to get in on this huge offer from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. So you can bet five bucks on the Lions and the Rams on Sunday night. And if you're a new customer and you bet five bucks on the Lions or the Rams, if you're going to go with Stafford, you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. So get in on that Lions-Rams action on Sunday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers who bet five bucks on any NFL game, even if you're not a Lions or Rams fan or Stafford Detroit Rams fan, uh, you bet 5 bucks on any NFL playoff game this weekend, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up, in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility max award limits and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms.
1: You're listening to The Huge
0: Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Thursday Road Show with the Vandal Institute's Purple Community. We're at the K Wings Event Center and rank home of the ECHL franchise. The K-Wings down in Kalamazoo. You can hear our flagship station, 96-1 the game throughout the Kalamazoo area. Also, Mike Kimber, uh, Micro Mike, also part of Lions Nation Unite uh, with Herman Moore. He's joined us this hour. Before he left, I wanted to get his prediction on the game on Sunday night. Rams, Lions in Detroit, Michael. And what's going to happen? What will be the final result when everybody's rolling out of
6: Ford Field or watching all across the state? Well, the final result will be... There's going to be a Hell's Night in Detroit because the Lions are going to win this game 33-30. to I think the Lions' ability to play offensively is going to continue throughout the whole game. We can run the football past the football. They're going to win the line of scrimmage and i think we'll have a little bit of a cushion where the rams will score a touchdown maybe you know a two three minutes left in the game to make it a three-point game but the lions ultimately win i do think they got the better team all around and you're at home and you know the fans are going to be a big difference in this game the 12th man no it's gonna be like the 15th man
0: 33:30. mike kimber uh, micro mike on youtube also uh, mike is part of lions nation unite uh, with herman moore look at them up on YouTube, too. Is that correct?
6: Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. And look him up on YouTube. Herman's doing his thing, and he's got some great content out there.
0: Yeah, and, and you guys are part of it. Uh, well done. Thanks for driving down. I know uh, Zealand East, Zealand West, big basketball game. Your daughter connected to uh, those schools, so it'll be a great night.
6: Yep. Great night. Go Zealand East. I need my daughter to be happy.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Mike Kimber, right. making the drive down uh, from uh, Zealand joining us here at the K Wings Event Center. Uh, they have their Purple Community uh, Marvel Night tomorrow night here in Kalamazoo that will, uh, has raised awareness and will benefit uh, the Van Enel Institute's mission. Uh, to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's disease in the Van Andel Institute, world-renowned, is on the Medical Mile in downtown Grand Rapids. Dave Carol Van Andel, the Van Andel family, uh, amazing things. And Chris, as a cadro, Did I say that correctly? Cadet. Oh, Cadet. How, how do you say it again? Cad- caddo Cadot. Yep. Okay. I, 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 You're French. It's tough. It's French. I, I knew you're French. I was gonna. Uh, you know, I just, I, I go straight to the names when we start, and I do it live on air, and I say, let's spin that wheel. Uh, Uh, Chris Cadeau with the K-Wings and really uh, their play-by-play broadcaster, media relations. Uh, does it all here? How long have you been with the organization? So I came back home to Michigan in December
8: of twenty one. So it has been a ride from the military service to grabbing a couple degrees. Which That's thank
0: fun. you for serving our country.
8: You're very welcome. It was uh, I was a punk kid, if you will, that needed a little guidance, and the Marine Corps gave it to me.
0: Yeah, and the east side of the state grew up Livonia
8: area. Yep, Uh-oh. Livonia, Clarenceville, and then Plymouth Canton, which was a shell shot going from five hundred kids to four thousand, but made my way through.
0: And was it the dream? How to be a
8: broadcaster yeah from the beginning growing up listening to Ernie putting you to bed every night amen and that was and, my inspiration as well and then you know Ken Cowell and I met Ken for the first time last year and I, I told him I, I was like I don't fanboy very many people I was like but I just want to thank you for for being that that voice every night through those cup runs that gave me the confidence to go out and do it
0: yeah Ernie who was the AM transistor and Paul Carey and mm-hmm. I'm a 12 year old kid Sparta Michigan Uh, You left your door and windows open back then and you could almost it was summer and you could feel you were there at the old tiger stadium
8: shooting hoops in the backyard dad's old radio twisting it up to get yeah, into the right with Ernie and Paul.
0: i go to go to bed at night man that was that was my inspiration it's weird you uh, said that so you're here with K-Wings play yep. by play voice great franchise ownership community support everything connected uh, how did you connect and the franchise to Van Andel Institute and their purple community
8: yeah i mean it's it's just been this overwhelming support that um, the community and then the organizations that need help around the area that we have games and we found different ways that we can interject them into our cause games to be able to raise money and over each season it's averaged two hundred and forty thousand dollars getting pushed back into the community to local causes based on jersey auctions chuck-a-pucks and then partnerships with the games and then being able to champion it all the way from the ownership on down to, to have these events, Alzheimer's awareness uh, to deaf awareness to, you know, having Marvel Night here with, you know, the Van Andel, which is Institute,
0: tomorrow night, yeah. which
8: is tomorrow night. And then Rainbow Ice and, and these these different things that say, hey, this is a part of the community that needs help. We have a platform. We're going to do what we can to give back.
0: And Van Andel Institute, what I told Lene and Dave and Carol, that I really love that they're expanding the Purple community games, the purple community events uh, beyond just the Grand Rapids metro area and doing something uh, with the K-Wings and the ECHL, uh, which is kind of like the AA hockey, isn't it? Yep. Is that fair? Well, they say it's A- the premier AA hockey league. Right, premier AA, and then AHL is kind of like the premier as S- close as you're going to get yeah. to the NHL. Right? Absolutely.
8: And to be able to be, what, I mean, coming from the Marine Corps and for me at least, to, to be associated with some Entity that is training, developing, and motivating young individuals to be better, whether it's in the front office, in the organization, or on the team, to move up to that next level. It, it's been amazing. So you get here and you get to see these players develop. Jack Greaves is my first NHL player. He's now with the Columbus Blue Jackets, a goaltender. And my first game that I broadcasted here on New Year's Eve of 2021 was his last game here in Kalamazoo, and he's already ascended to the NHL. So to be a part of those paths, to know that it starts here and then they develop the tradition going all the way back to the 70s here is just unreal.
0: Yeah, the of Legends, where we're broadcasting from, and you look at Hitchcock and some of the names connected when the K-Wings were then the Minnesota North Stars and then mm-hmm. the Dallas Stars. There, there is a history you can see right before your eyes when you come Uh, here to the K-Wings event center. Tomorrow night is a Marvel night. Uh, All the Marvel characters uh, that will benefit uh, the Purple community connected to Van Andel Institute and their mission to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's research. They're based on the medical mile in downtown Grand Rapids, but they are reaching out all across the state and all across the country.
8: So Hulk jerseys too, which will hit the social media realm here soon. And then the the K-Wings will play the game in those jerseys and just hang out after and you get a chance to to bid on them. And I think it's wild in the aspect. of how fans really get involved for the cause. Because these jerseys, I mean, sometimes they're going five, six. So they're grand. home jerseys. They are. And and all that money is getting twisted right back. Now, a single cent stays with us, and it goes right back into the purple community.
0: That would be fantastic. And I know Dave and Carol and Lene and the crew, uh, very honored. Uh, to be the recipients of what is raised tomorrow night for Marvel night. They also have their $3 Fridays, which is, what, $3 beers, dogs, soft drinks? The $3 beers, sodas, and hot dogs. I I mean. That's an every Friday night home game thing. Absolutely. Here with the K-Wings and the ECHL, the premier, premier. Uh, double a double a hockey -hockey. and just like you got the griffins and uh premier triple a hockey and like i i said before i talked to tony your governor and uh gm that with my show across the state and really outside detroit all the minor league franchises even the colleges like i've been to michigan tech for a hockey game it's like a mini nhl game up there in the up uh The Great Lakes Loans and Dow Diamond or baseball with the Lugnuts in downtown Lansing, the West Michigan Whitecaps, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. Look at the Griffins, the Wings top farm affiliate. Look at the K Wings here. Uh, Look at the impact these minor league franchises. Uh, all have. And they're run like major league franchises and I think the Michigan, state of Michigan sports fans appreciate that.
8: I mean, we all bounce off ideas off of each other. That was the big misconception me coming into the business at after service and getting degrees is you think that everybody's closed off in their own little entities but then when you get in and you meet these teams you realize how close everybody is for this franchise specifically Joel Martin you'll get to hear from him in a little bit our head coach is super close with Dan Watson head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins who, because, who will
0: be on the show tomorrow
8: Right. Who he was at Toledo and they bounce ideas in the back in the back room off of each other and they feed off each other to get better but then the front offices as well we're all and <laughs> just a very tight community to figure out how we can get better to serve the public but also to help out
0: with the community. Uh, Chris Cadeau, uh, he handles play-by-play media relations with the K-Wings. Tomorrow night is Marvel Night with the Hulk jerseys, $3 beers, soft drinks, hot dogs. Get your tickets here at the box office at the K-Wings Event Center. Should be a huge night tomorrow night. That benefits the Purple Community at Van Andel Arena. Chris, thanks for everything.
8: Now, you're welcome. Huge. You're going to have to catch a game here. This the Wing, I will. Wings Event Center, the barn is It
0: rocks. I I promise I'll be here this year. Chris Cadell, he is a play-by-play guy and really helps set everything up with the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute and here with the K-Wings for their Marvel night tomorrow night. And I don't want to forget giving love to the Flint Firebirds and Saginaw Spirit. Their franchises are run. Well, like NHL franchises. 24-7, everything you need with the show is at thehugeshow.net. Podcasts are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast.
1: Big. Bad. Huge.
0: Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE.
1: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
0: Thursdays on the HUGE Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on The Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday, and each and every week, We welcome in Lomas Brown, the former Lions great, a member of the Lions radio crew with TJ and Dan Miller. We're going to talk about Stafford coming back to Detroit Sunday night football in America. And also Josh Garvey, who is a managing shareholder. For the Dorn Mayhew Downtown GR office, one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. He will join us. If you have a lion's comment or question, you can chime in at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, the biggest question, fellas, and I'll begin uh, with you, Lomas. It's Matt Stafford coming back. He understands he's the enemy on Sunday. Rams have been playing as well as anybody this side of Buffalo and Baltimore in the NFL the last eight weeks. What's your early vibe on this matchup at Ford Field, the first Lions playoff game ever in that building?
9: Huge, huge challenge. It's going to be a huge challenge. Um, I expect the emotions to be riding high, like you say, first playoff game, ever in fourth prime primetime game, so people have time to really get into this game. Um, And, you know, to be honest with you, I'm expecting a tough, hard-nosed game. I mean, I've been watching the the Rams on film, and, you know, they're a tough team, too. I know they like to spread the ball around – uh with uh the two receivers, Puka and uh Cooper Cup with Matthew Stafford, but those guys run the ball very well with Karen Williams. So they they're a threat to run the ball and defensively, man, their interior too. We are talking Aaron Donald, but they have a rookie that's up front that's he's been flashing. I mean he has more sacks than Aaron Donald. Um and he's been playing well and we all know that Middle push is kind of like our crypt tonight um, with Jared. So, you know, they they got a tough team, very good coach, Super Bowl winning coach, Super Bowl winning quarterback. So I'm I'm expecting a tough, hard nosed game.
0: All right, from Lomas Brown, uh, who's joining us here uh, on Inside the Lions, presented by Dorn Mayhew, is Dorn Mayhew's managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office, Josh Garvey. And Josh, I know you're a huge Lions fan. Uh, away from the drama of Stafford back, uh, I'm more concerned about this game going in when it comes to the Lions the entire season than I have been any other game this year, not just because it's a playoff game and not just because it's Stafford coming back, but that is a solid Rams team coming to Detroit.
10: It really is. The, the Rams have a good offense. Matt Stafford is an experienced quarterback. Uh, Obviously, we we know that firsthand. Uh, Matthew's a great player. Uh, And as Lomas mentioned, they've got uh, some dynamic rookies, just like we do. And they're a scary team to to draw in the first round of the playoffs. This is a scary Rams team coming to the Ford Field on on Sunday.
0: What's your biggest concern, Josh, uh, when you look at this game on the Lions side? If you're Dan Campbell and you were in your office an hour ago, Looking at film on the Rams, what could what would concern you the most?
10: I think one of the concerns I would have would be some of the injuries. you know you wonder about Laporta right now is he going to be okay? Um, certainly could use him against the Rams here on Sunday. and I think the other one is is the Ram's ability to put up points. I think Cooper cup and uh, I forget the the rookies receiver who the rookie receiver who just broke. Nakua, uh, Nakua, so, Makula. Yeah, he just Nakua,
0: Nakua, not not Macula, yeah. not what you put in your beverage when you're down in the sunshine. <laughs> We're talking about Puka Nakua.
10: Oh well, like, maybe I put some of that in my beverage too. I can't remember,
2: but
10: um, they, um, <laughs> they he he broke some records this year and is a fantastic talent. Uh, and then you worry about Matt Stafford. I think uh, Dan Campbell certainly will see that on film. I mean, Matt. Matt puts up numbers, and I'd be scared of that. And so if I'm him, to answer your question, that those are some of the things I'm the most concerned about is the Rams' ability to, to put up points and, and, and uh, the ability to win football games.
0: Josh Garvey is managing shareholder for May, who's GR office. Joins us every Thursday with Lomas Brown, the former Lions. Great. We talk Lions and the NFL. Uh, Lomas, if you're Dan Campbell, uh, let's have your answer to that same question I just asked Josh. What, what would you be, what, what might keep you up at night right now if you're Campbell or Aaron Glenn or Ben Johnson?
9: Yeah, I, I, I agree with Josh with the health of my team right now. But I, I just think right now, I would probably be more concerned with. Uh my my lines, both of my lines, my offense and my defensive lines. First, the health of these guys and, you know, like I say, the pressure that they're going to face with uh Aaron Donald. And gosh, I can't think of the rookie's name. Kobe, Kobe Turner, I think is his name, on the inside. You know what I'm saying? That puts a lot of pressure on your offensive line and it puts a lot of pressure, like I say, on Jared Goff. And then our D-line, which they've been good all year long, so I don't expect things to change, but our D-line versus the run. Because Kieran Williams, the running back for the Rams, He's very good, and that's what they want to do. They want to establish the run, which, which is – you'll probably hear me say that throughout as far as the Lions go in the playoffs. That's what every team wants to do when you get in the playoffs. So it just makes things so much easier for your quarterback and your play caller uh, when you can establish the run game. So I would think those are the two things – um, that have been good for us all year long. Them continuing to be good.
0: Well, Ms. Brown joining us, talking Lions uh, football here on the Huge Show as we're uh, with our friends from Doran May Hugh Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder, also uh, on with us. So, Josh, uh, the one thing I said yesterday on the show, and I talked about it a lot in my opening Huge opinion that matt stafford ending the lions season would take away so much from what this team has done this year especially considering the game would be in detroit do you agree or disagree oh
10: i very much agree that would really take the wind out of our sails to have our former number Mm. one overall draft pick quarterback beat us in our first playoff game ever uh, at the stadium, it, it would just be—it would be a devastating
7: loss. I agree,
0: Lomas. What about you? You'll be there in the booth with Dan Miller, TJ on the sidelines. If you know, let's say it's Sunday night, eleven thirty-ish when the game is over on Sunday Night Football in America, and Stafford is you know pointing to his wife who didn't get a suite, so she has to be with us common folk in the seats. Um, and he and he walks out a winner. That, that, that that is a gut punch of all gut punches.
9: Yeah, I would uh, the word I would use would be disappointment. Oh my god, it would be such a huge disappointment. I don't think it would affect us in the future moving forward with our team cuz I think we got a resilient bunch and like I said they're young guys. So, you know, but I it, it would be such a disappointment to the city to Lions fans, to us, you know, it really would be. It would be a big disappointment if he's able to come here and do that with Kelly in attendance.
0: Josh, uh, the health of the team is a big key, and I do want to get Lomas because he is connected uh, to everybody at Allen Park and inside the Lions, and I'll get your thoughts on uh, the injury situation, Josh, in a moment. But Lomas, what are you hearing in terms of Who's back? I know j was back at full practice. I saw Jeff Risden from LionsWire post that. Uh, what's the latest on Laporta? Is it going to be a game-time try-and-go? I know he'll be nowhere near 100%, but what are you hearing about Laporta or other injuries?
9: Well, see, that's some of the things that you have to weigh too, Bill, is, you know, right, the try-and-go. You know, as a player, you're going to try to go out there and go, and you may even lie about how you feel, because you want to go. But the reality is being able to go out there and perform, do what you've been normally doing. And that's what it comes down to, too. They think about, so they have Sam Laporte do so much. He's in motion. He has to block defensive tackles. He got to block defensive ends. He got to run pass routes. I mean that's a lot if you think about that he has to do and trying to do it on the bum knee for four quarters at a certain level, playoff level. So they got to take all that into uh you know, into equation when they talk about playing him. So to me, I don't think he plays unless he just recovered so much. I just don't think he plays. And you talking about Khalif Raymond, how he came off the field. It'll be hard to see him playing, especially with all the stopping and turning and cutting that you have to do at the wide receiver position. So I don't know. I'm iffy about that. But you know what comes with that is opportunities. Like you said, J-Mo, this can be his opportunity to step on the biggest stage and show people what he's all about.
0: And that's what I was going to tell Josh. Uh, J-Mo needs a monster Sunday night in that playoff game, I think for the Lions to win uh, and he's a go like I said at practice from Risden Lions Wire. Uh, your thoughts on J-Mo Williams Sunday night Josh
11: yeah
10: I agree with you Bill I think I think J-Mo needs a big night and I think he needs to really really have a breakout game here and step up when we've had some injuries there um, it certainly would be nice to see him step up and show us what he really can do because we, we we know as Lions fans what he's capable of
0: Josh Carvey is managing shareholder for Doran Mayhew. He heads up the Grand Rapids office, their world headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state each and every Thursday through the Super Bowl. Lomas Brown, former Lion great, member of the Lions broadcast team, joins us. We talk Lions NFL storylines. We'll get to the playoff games in a moment. But final thoughts on the Lions-Rams. Uh, from you, Lomas. Uh, what plays out Sunday night? What is that end result? Do the Lions move on to round two of the playoffs?
9: Yeah, I think we will be able to get pressure on Matthew. I do think Aiden and company will be able to get that pressure on them to probably maybe force them into... A turnover too. Um, I think our, our by them getting pressure on Matthew. I think that didn't give the receivers, their receivers, a chance to to hurt us like we've been hurt over the last couple of weeks. And I do know we can put up points on the offensive side of the ball. So you know, I'm looking. I'm hoping that it's maybe like a 28-14 type of victory for us where we don't have to sweat it out too much, but. Again, I know it's going to be a tough fight, and we're going to have to go out there and do everything right to beat the uh, L.A. Rams.
0: Josh, uh, Sunday night, 1130, a little before midnight, will there be a celebration with Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery being served up all across the state, or will we all say Stafford shut down the Lions and it's season over?
10: I'm going to go with your earlier statement. I I do think the Lions are going to get the win. I do think it's going to be a very close game. And I could see like a 27-24 or a 27-21 type game. I think it's going to be very, very close. But I do think Detroit comes out on top in the first ever playoff game at Ford Field.
0: I got the Lions winning three. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I I, I don't know if a shootout favors the Lions uh, with the weapons that Stafford has and, you know, the Goff factor. Uh, Jared Goff and Stafford are saying all the right things, Lomas, but that matchup for a storyline that has nothing to do with winning a trophy is one of the better ones I've ever seen in NFL playoff history. Yeah, you know what
9: I'm going to watch for on the sidelines? I'm going to watch because normally – Jared sit down, and I think Matthew sits down too. I'm gonna watch to see how much they stand up and watch each other while they're on the field. That's that's that. I think that's gonna be the telltale for me how intense this is and how much these guys really want to beat each other.
0: You know, one thing Lomas was pretty special, and Josh Garvey shared the photo with his family. They burned their number nine jerseys last night at the campfire out back of the house. Oh wow! Yeah, that was that, that was a a lesson learned. And Josh is a great father, along with his wife, and <laughs> they sat down with their boys and they said, you know what? When a one time favorite becomes the enemy, you put kerosene on the jerseys and burn them.
11: Wow, that's commitment. That
0: is commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? You. All right. So, Josh, between your your immediate your family and then the extended family, are there still Stafford fans in the midst?
10: Well, I'll tell you, my my uh, my oldest son actually went to a uh, a football camp at Ford Field several years ago, and he was picked in a in a contest, and he actually ended up going in the Lions' locker room and having pictures with Matt Stafford and autographs. Poor kid. And, Poor and kid. everything else. And so is there still a jersey in the house? Yes. Did we burn oh. those? No, we did not. But we we certainly are going to root for the Lions to win the game. So yes, there are still some mm. Stafford jerseys in the house.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you got to get going in a you moment to have, to have to the sit down.
9: He doesn't have to go to the extreme and burn the jerseys. Yeah, you know, you could just tuck them away in a you know, a chest. Yeah, that's
0: right. Put a put them in a right. time capsule so when the kids are like fifty and Josh is pushing like seventy five, sucking on a prune shake, he goes, "I want to open up the time capsule from two thousand and twenty four. This is when I put away your Stafford jersey. You were a little kid. You were thirteen. I put it away because you can't wear you can't wear the enemy." That would, no like, that would be like Is That would be like dad that, that would be like dad putting pictures of his ex-girlfriends up on the mantle along with mommy. That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. No. No. Is that those shakes you're drinking every week? <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad can I get you another prune shake and uh do you need your adult depends changed? Oh my goodness. The prune shake. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Someone did say that yesterday Lomas on the show that Cheering for Stafford Sunday is like cheering for your ex-wife. Wow, that's
9: a classic right there.
0: That was pretty good. All right, well, we have the predictions for the Lions and the Rams Sunday night. Uh, What playoff game beyond the Lions, the one game that intrigues you uh, this weekend? I'll start with you, Josh Garvey. What one is it?
10: You know, I think it's the Miami-Kansas City game. I think that that game is going to be very exciting, very interesting. Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City. It's going to be cold. Um, the Miami team coming into a very cold environment. But I really, really like that game this weekend. Yeah,
0: yeah I thankfully. think that the cold weather, Elomas, that, that cold weather is going to be interesting. And plus, Miami just has hit a wall here at the end of the season. I think they had like 25 guys on the injury list at one time. Over the last couple of weeks, uh, what game intrigues you, Lomas?
9: You know the the Eagles. I want to see if <laughs> just really what's going on with this team. I just want to know what's going on with them. Is have the wheels completely falling off? Was that just a blip in the road? Them losing those games that they if, when they started uh, off ten and one. I'm just curious to see how they're going to look and and play. Um, in their game.
0: All right, fellas. uh, Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the game on the Lions Radio Network Sunday. Lomas, Josh, uh, you know, enjoy it with your family. You know I'm kidding about burning the jerseys, but uh, I'll never show up at your house again until the jersey's put away. (laughs) But besides that, I don't hold grudges, okay? (laughs) And my final thoughts are, I like 2017. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. It's playoff football. It's different. And the key to the Lions' victory, two of them, one, Constant heat on Matt Stafford. He's not a mobile quarterback. That's a plus for the Lions. And J. Mo Williams needs a big day uh, with his hands and also golf a big day hitting him deep. We'll see what happens. Uh, Josh, thank you so much to the entire team at Dorn Mayhew and what you're doing on this show, off air, in the community, all across this state.
10: Thank you for that very much. Go Lions. You guys enjoy the game.
0: All right, that's Josh Garvey, Lomas Brown Man. I'll be listening to you on Sunday night, tear it up, and actually I'll see you tomorrow. When we'll both be at the Impact Power Sports booth at the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit in Novi. You'll be there two until four tomorrow, which is Friday. I'll be broadcasting live statewide three until six. They can stop out and see that Lions golf cart they could win, courtesy of Drew and his team at Impact Power Sports in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids, Michigan's newest go-to Yamaha golf cart dealer, Solomus. Uh, talking on the phone today, and I'll see you tomorrow, and you'll jump on early in the show with me, and uh, we'll get the latest on the Lions injury report
9: that sounds good looking forward to seeing you and yes please come on down and look at that beautiful car that we got out there
0: yeah and we'll be at the impact power sports setup at the ultimate yes, fishing sir. show detroit yes, uh, inside suburban collection show place in novi lomas there tomorrow two until four i'll be broadcasting statewide tomorrow three until six lomas see you tomorrow
9: thanks bill
1: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One two three,
12: top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. So this is it. The 2023 college football season has come to a close. The Michigan Wolverines finish as the number one team in the country, followed up by Washington at two, Texas at three, Georgia at four, and Alabama at five. The Big Ten finished with four teams in the final poll, with Ohio State finishing tenth at eleven and two on the. Penn State 13th at 10-3. Iowa was 24th, finishing 10-4. The four-team college football playoff era has come to a close with the 12-team college football playoff on the horizon. Massive changes in the landscape due to NIL, the transfer portal, and conference realignment. And at the end of the day, nothing was the same, nor will it be moving forward in the world of our beloved college football.
0: TV. That's MHSAA.tv. 24 7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan, log on to MHSAA.com. Leonard
4: Skinner and CC Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. I'm Leonard Skinner and CC Top. And start at thirty-eight dollars, and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series: Leonard Skinner and C.C. Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
0: This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
1: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
0: show is back live across Michigan. Thursday Roadshow with our flagship station, ninety six one. The Game. We're in Kalamazoo with Van Andel Institute, the Purple Community. They have the Marvel Game with the K-Wings here at the K-Wings Event Center. That is coming up tomorrow. Also tomorrow, I'll be in the Detroit area, Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi, doing the statewide show 3 until 6 from the Impact Power Sports booth. With Lomas Brown, he'll be there 2 until 4 tomorrow. I'll be statewide 3 until 6. Speaking of the Lions, Lions and the Rams on Sunday night, we spent a lot of time today talking about that. Nolan Bianchi is with the Detroit News, follows the Lions, other teams out of Detroit, and events. He joins us on the Roast Dumber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Nolan? Good. How about you? Doing good. Uh, This Lions run has been amazing, but the Stafford – Uh, sideshow on this i i've said it all week long the last thing on earth that any lions fan player coach owner wants is for stafford to end their season sunday night coming back to detroit
11: yep no doubt the uh the stakes are as high as they possibly could be and it's just kind of one of those weeks where you're not able really to think about anything else except for sunday night 8 p.m. You know, last night I was was laying in bed, and I usually listen to some podcasts. You know, when I go to sleep, but I put on a one that referenced, you know, playoff football, and like it just got my blood pumping a little too much. So I had to like, you know, take that off. Even even that was a little too much for me because, uh, yeah, the stakes are as high as they possibly could be. You know, this is the the first time in NFL history, I believe, that the two starting quarterbacks in a game are, used to play for the, the the team that's on the other side, so uh, that fact coupled with how um, you know, I guess the, the gravity of both departures, it just it, it makes it a matchup that's you know, once in a lifetime uh,
0: What are some of the threads of this season that you've watched that really impresses you that maybe a lot of people don't talk about?
11: Well, I don't know if You know, I think when it comes to the defense, uh, they've been really good at stopping the run all season. I think that's something that's kind of gone overlooked. And I think if there's one thing that kind of gives me any sort of confidence that the Lions can have success in the playoffs with that defense, it's been the way they've been able to stop the run. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me all year, but they, 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 they started really well, and then they just never really stopped, even when everything else was kind of getting a little rough on the back end with some of the secondary and the miscommunication issues. But I, I, I break it down to two things, and they can, they can stop the run, and they've been running the ball really well all season long, and that's how you win in the playoffs. So I feel like they've got as good a chance as anybody as they uh, enter what, what people are calling the tournament now. So
0: How do they match up against the Rams? Because, uh, again, Stafford, golf has been talked about every day this week, Holmes and the connections and everything that's there. But in terms of pure football, Looking at the Rams and at the Lions, where do you give the Rams the upper hand on the Lions, and where do the Lions fare better compared to the Rams? Well, I
11: think Rams, you know, the speed that they have on offense is going to be troublesome for the Lions to, to stop. I, I just mentioned it. They've had, you know, communication issues, breakdowns on the back end all season long, and it's only going to get more difficult when you got Puka Nakua, uh, Cooper Cobb, Kyron Williams, uh, their running back who's, who's had a really good season. When you're playing those guys, it's, it's you can't really blink. you got to be knowing exactly what's going on at all times, being able to diagnose and, and just reacting. Um, and so I think that that's, that's kind of an area that I'm really interested to see if the the Lions are able to keep up. But then, you know, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if the storyline that, that we're all talking about Monday is, you know, hey, the Lions shut down the the Rams interior defensive line and uh, they were able to get some pressure that maybe they haven't been able to get for most of the season. It just feels like... The these two teams are so evenly matched. I, I wrote today that it'll, you know it's kind of cliche, but it'll come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. Both quarterbacks have a little bit of a pension for it uh, for for different reasons, but um, you know I think it's it will be the team that makes the least amount of mistakes. Is, uh, I guess cliche as it is.
0: Nolan Bianchi from the Detroit News talking Lions here on the Huge Show across Michigan. And a win by Goff over Stafford on Sunday night, obviously it keeps the season alive and they probably move on to play the Cowboys in Dallas. And then the road to Vegas in the Super Bowl would more than likely be in San Francisco. But for Goff to beat Stafford, for him to do that in Detroit in the first ever playoff game at Ford Field, there are so many in-game and post-game Storylines that could live on forever if the Lions beat the Rams on Sunday night.
11: No doubt, because, you know, he's already done something that Stafford never did in 12 years, which is when the the NFC North get the right to host a a playoff game. And, you know, I I do think that there, you make a good point about this, the, the golf thing. It kind of feels like no matter how well he's played, over these last two years there still is kind of maybe that feeling i don't know if it's amongst the fan base if it's just amongst the general public where you're kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop and you're kind of waiting to see the the things in Jared off that maybe sean mcveigh saw when he decided to move on from when he decided to to go out and try to upgrade at that position but this feels like it has the potential to kind of just end the conversation like just that's it you know both teams got what they wanted both quarterbacks did something that the other quarterback wasn't able to do with their former team, and I think you're right. that This this can be the end of, I guess, the, the question marks for, for Jared Goff in Detroit.
0: You know, Nolan, the, the one thing I've said ever since Stafford, the one who asked for the trade, and the Lions took care of him, the trade worked out uh, great for both teams. You can look at the Lions roster now and the way the golf situation unfolded, uh, horrible start. And uh, from mid-last year to where he is today, uh, phenomenal. But the Lions fan base, and I've never understood this, and I've done this statewide show on 19 stations for nearly 23 years, Uh, the love affair with Stafford when he has to leave, and and the hate that Goff got early from Lions fans who have never – seen a playoff game I still don't understand it today and I hear it from some of my friends I get it on the social networks this love affair with Stafford who never won a playoff game in Detroit I the only the only thing I can connect it to is that all these teams including you know Calvin era Barry era the one thing that was always missing was a quarterback and I think people looked at Stafford and said he was the best we ever had in Detroit
11: yeah yeah no i I think there's probably a little bit something to that i think there's also a little bit uh of it too is up until after 12 years you know he was the guy who wanted to be here he was the guy who wanted to stay he was the guy who wanted to go through the next regime the next rebuild and i think a lot of times when there is a player of his caliber regardless of circumstance you know if they do decide to ultimately ask to get out it happens a lot earlier in their career. So I think that that, I think you make a good point. I I don't disagree with, with your sentiment, but I think maybe from the other, the other side of things, I think there is a perspective of, of up until that point that he asked to leave. He was a guy who, who wanted to be here, who championed the city. And I think you could really tell his desire to want, to achieve something of significance uh, for the people of Detroit. It just obviously didn't didn't work out that way. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a bummer for him that the timeline worked the way it did and and it just so happened that uh, years 10 through 12 were under Matt Patricia and that I'm assuming somewhat broke his football spirit a little bit, kind of really kind of uh, was the, the kick he needed to, to maybe uh, try to get out. But, I, but like I said, I, I don't disagree with with your point of view, and I think that has a lot of validity to it as well.
0: Yeah, Matt Patricia has kicked the life out of the Eagles uh, as their interim defensive coordinator. (laughs) Hey, look at the timing, uh, the way the Eagles have played, I think, the last five weeks. uh, Matt Patricia somehow resurrected there as a defensive coordinator. Nolan Bianchi, hey, buddy, thank you so much for your conversation from the Detroit News side of things. Yep,
11: thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: All right, Nolan Bianchi checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line as the huge road show is in Kalamazoo with our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Also, our friends from Van Andel Institute, the Purple Community. Uh, the Marvel Night is tomorrow night here at the Wings Event Center in Kalamazoo off of 94 and Sprinkle Road. Uh, You can get your tickets at the box office and also Fridays for every home game uh, with the K-Wings, $3 beers, dogs, and soft drinks. But most importantly, uh, the money raised tomorrow from those Hulk jerseys will benefit cancer and Parkinson's research at Van Andel Institute on the Medical Mile in downtown GR. Everything
1: huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
11: For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friend's sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time.
0: Huge cheer for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org.
6: Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a
4: lifetime.
6: A day that is unmistakably yours. At a place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly,
4: or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined
0: at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Show is back live across Michigan Thursday road show with our affiliate, ninety six one. The game out of Grand Rapids, you can hear that in the Kalamazoo area. We're down at the Wings Event Center. The ice is just in the distance. Home to the East Coast Hockey League's Kalamazoo K Wings. Tomorrow night is Marvel Night, and they'll have the Hulk jerseys and the auction afterwards. And proceeds will benefit. Uh, Cancer and Parkinson's research with the Purple Community at Van Andel Institute. That's why we're down here. And Joel Martin has been the head coach of the K-Wings last couple of years. Former player here. Grew up in western Canada. We're in Calgary. Guess what? Every once in a while, they'd have some snow. Believe it or not, in Canada, you could almost plan on it. Uh, you could set your clock to it that there would be uh, snow uh, eventually at some point uh, in the year. How you doing, Coach? I'm, I'm well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I, And, folks, I understand. I, I, I preach safety on this show all the time. I know they're saying five to eight inches in the West Michigan, Grand Rapids area, one to three, maybe a little bit more in Kalamazoo, maybe three three to five, one to three in Detroit. I I know we need a storyline, but we have it uh, with the Hulk night uh, here at the Wings Event Center tomorrow. We have... Uh, the Lions and the Rams on Sunday. But if they name that storm because we're going to get five inches, Joel, then all bets are off. OK, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, uh,
13: you know, I, I, my kids already have a snow day tomorrow. And I know growing up, uh, we, you know, we they get already five, have a snow we, day in <laughs> advance.
0: Yeah, we'd have five feet of snow and school was still on. Well, and I think I slush. Uh, was a snow day for my kids. I think connected to slush on the roads. <laughs> slush. I, here's my here's my mini conspiracy theory about a Friday snow day in advance. I'm just going to tell you, it works out well for the school to have three full days, and then and some schools have moved. You know, the games, uh, basketball games tonight, so everybody gets a three-day break. There you go, everyone but the parents. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and and everyone but uh, the K-Wings. So (laughs) you guys are uh, East Coast Hockey League, uh, premiered double-A, as Chris Cadeau told us earlier. Uh, Talk about your journey from a player to a coach and where the K-Wings are right now. Yeah, you know, uh,
13: I grew up playing hockey out in Western Canada uh, and was lucky enough to end up here in Kalamazoo uh, at a young age and uh, in my second year pro and uh, ended up spending nine years as a player here. Loved my time uh, uh, playing. Uh, I was able to transition uh, from that role right into an assistant uh, coaching job here with uh, my good friend Nick Bootland, uh, who I played with, and then he coached me, and then I coached with him, uh, and then when he moved on to the Hershey Bears there uh, last year, I had the opportunity and uh, ended up getting the, the head job here um, that way, and I've uh, been loving that uh, experience uh, with this organization and, and the group of young men that we have here uh, this year, and uh, really excited about uh, what they've been
0: doing on the ice and the direction we're headed as a group. You mentioned uh, growing up, you didn't play college hockey, you played uh, junior hockey in Canada. Uh, That the evolution of the impact, and and again, I use the word minor league not in a negative connotation, but uh, the development now from the NHL on down, it's not just, hey, we're going to go grab the Europeans, we're going to go grab uh, the junior players, there really has been a growth in America Uh, with these minor league operations uh, becoming true feeder programs for coaches and
13: players. For sure, and I think, you know, uh, when they look at young players, um, you know, a lot of times in the past, they would have those players just in the American Hockey League, and they'd be sitting in the stands, and now they're like, you know, it's going to benefit them to be on the ice and play, and not just play three minutes or five minutes, they could play 18 minutes, and they could play power play and penalty kill and really grow as uh, young men and hockey players.
0: Yeah, these Coast Hockey League is really ramped up. And I, I think that's with the partnerships, the Canucks here with the K-Wings, the Grand Rapids Griffins with uh, Toledo and the Red Wings, that it just it creates more of that true feeder system. And when players know there's the shot to move up or coaches like yourself and you mentioned Coach Bootland know they can move up, it, it, it creates more commitment. Uh, to these franchises like the K-Wings,
13: yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, those organizations typically uh, allow the coaching staff to be a big part of you know training camp and going and learning and growing themselves. And then um, to have players that uh, they send to us for you know that, that gives us depth uh, and talent. That way is super important for us. And then, um, like you said, for players to see guys getting an opportunity
0: and going up is something that's huge and 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 big for players to see. So you mentioned. Uh, nine years here as a player, a couple years now uh, in the coaching ranks. Uh, what is it about Kalamazoo? I'm here because of the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, the Marvel Night, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, it sounds like you, you really love this place. That's why you stayed here. What is it about the community connection between uh, the K-Wings and the Kalamazoo metro area? Yeah,
13: I mean, I think it starts at the top with our ownership uh, group with Bill Johnston and Rhonda Stryker and the impact they have in the Kalamazoo community. Um, You know, I believe strongly that our team uh, is here, you know, not because they're looking to make money off the Kalamazoo Wings, but they just want another avenue uh, to bring our community together. Um, And then they want our our team as well to be involved in our community. And... And give back, you know, whether it's things like our jersey auctions, going uh, to hospitals and schools in town and and whatnot. So um, to be a small part of that uh, in a small community like Kalamazoo is something that I know everyone in our organization takes a lot of pride in, right from the top down, uh, you know, our ownership all the way down to our players. So um, as a coach, that's something that's special to be a part of.
0: right, Joel, wonderful conversation. Joel Martin, head coach, K-Wings, joining us here at the K-Wings Event Center tomorrow night is marvel night Uh, stop out that benefits purple community van andel institute cancer parkinson's research plus friday home games for the k wings uh here in kalamazoo three dollar beers three dollar dogs three dollar soft drinks every friday home game good luck man thank you very much all right joel martin head coach put a lot of time in here in kalamazoo and in my travels, I find that uh, most of these hockey players uh, who become part of a community, they never want to leave because they love the lifestyle, they raise kids, and also they're still enjoying the sport that they grew up playing and the sport that they still love. I do want to thank Chris Cadeau and the entire team here inside the K-Wings organization. Great Thursday afternoon. Tomorrow's even a better night. That will benefit the Purple community. Van Andel Institute, the Marvel game. Get your tickets here at the K-Wings Event Center box office. Superfly Hayes, thank you so much. Remember, if you miss any podcast, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts.
1: Big. Bad. Huge.